Welcome back to the coaches meeting. Today is August 11th. You're joining Jim Schaefer, Robbie Schaefer, Kevin Crafting for the biggest podcast with father, son, and friends. Huge intro song, so stay tuned for that. Back after technical difficulties last week, kept us from an episode, but we're back and better than ever. Anywho's, we dive into what we're drinking, how the hell we're doing, sports updates with college football, what a nightmare, check in on all the other sports of the world, and then we talk about pandemic hypotheticals and how far we would go to end this thing. Uh, and we have a happy birthday call to one of our very special listeners. So everybody, thanks for coming back. We love having you. Here we go. guys don't know it yet because i haven't recorded it yet but i've made the decision of our intro song is permanently atomic dog by george clinton so i have no idea what that is can you sing a few bars nope thanks for listening and we're back um the other thing is we're back off a two-week hiatus we did record last week as i put on facebook but uh or on instagram as well but we recorded it from Jim's bar in the basement and had technical difficulties, so it was a, a lost episode in the archives. But well, well, I think we should still save it, and it would be worth millions later. It's in my Google Drive, but it just it sounds like absolute crap. So, before we get started, let's talk about what we're drinking. Wow, Dad has the bottle up. And you know what, Dad? The funny thing is, when I ask you what you're drinking... On a podcast that is audio, you holding a bottle up to the camera, actually the <laughs> listener doesn't know what you're drinking. So can you help us out there? I was, I was asking you to read it for me because I can't spell. It's Glenn Living 12 Years. Wow, you really moved up in the world. You get oh, a little oh. taste of the high society. Well, actually, we bought it, for my, start we, we bought it for, for my future that. in-laws, and I decided you killed the other one when you were here. That's why. I didn't kill the other one. Did you Somebody did that did. one? I brought up the. Be- I brought up the. Uh... Well, that's right. Ah, shit. The McCallum you bought for me that I never got. Yeah, well, a friend and I killed it one night. Sorry, Kevin. What are you having? I'm having a nice ten dollar bottle of uh, slow press Cabernet. Oh, slow press. That's a little low brow for you. No, it's <laughs> it is actually probably my favorite just everyday wine. It's pretty mellow. It's cheap. It's great. But you had a taste of the finer things this weekend, huh? Yeah. So backstory. So my father-in-law, he works for Circle K. And he got some deal done with some supplier. But um, at the end of the day, the supplier was very thankful and sent him a bottle of this $1,000 a bottle Bordeaux. And those are called kickbacks. From the Bordeaux region. From the Bordeaux. Yes. Um. And he and was saying it's taxable um, income too. Excuse me. It's taxable tax income too. But it's an in international waters. Yeah. Oh. And uh, on sales tax. It's kind of what I'm saying. Great story. So, anyways, he was 
My first impression when he got the bottle was like, you can't drink that, but you also can't not drink it at the same time. Of like, if it's a thousand dollar bottle of wine, like, you can't just drink it on any on any day. It like has to be a special like occasion. And so he's like, all right, we're gonna drink it tonight. So everybody got like a little like three ounces of wine. And a whistle. It was it will. It just like it's good. Like it's like dress. Uh, like like it's it's a lot better than what I got tonight. But it's like, who on earth would pay a thousand dollars for just a bottle of wine that they can knock out in like an hour? I don't know. That's that's something. NFL, makes, fo- NFL football players. But right. But like I mean, but they but they but they are the top one percent. Not just a middle management guy supplying Frito Lay products. <laughs> but I do have a wine investment opportunity as I went to get some wine before coming up north to see family. Uh, there was a Snoop Dogg 19 Crimes bottle of wine that I went as a Ooh. as a ga- as a gag got it. I mean it's like yeah. a 11 or 12 dollar bottle of wine, but the guy at the store was like, "You should buy as much of that as you can." Cause like as an investment where big investment, we're talking here where he's like, if that guy gets, of course he uh, said, well, if he gets shot and killed and I was like, Oh, well, it, ha- it has to be that way. Um, <laughs> well, I, he's like, if anything ever happens if to it him, needs people, to be, it needs to be people will buy the Snoop Dogg wine for like $50 a bottle. And I was like, Oh, you know, it's an interesting thought. Is there a Mike Tyson bottle of wine? Because he was fighting with sharks this weekend. No, Dad, I'm not touching Mike Tyson again after we went through it on our episode. Oh, that no, we'll didn't never... you see this this weekend? No, nope, no, nope, he went scuba diving and he knocked out a shark with a punch. We are, I don't believe that. It was on the Today Show. It's got to be right. Yeah, but the shark might have been a good actress. Long and short of it, <laughs> in his hotel room. I mean, have you ever Mike, seen Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson confirmed rapist. So moving on, um, <laughs> he didn't do that to oh, the shark. Dad, we're not going there. We last week we had a take, and I realized I never want to touch with a ten foot pole. So we're moving on. I'm drinking. I'm drinking Mictors on the rocks, which found. What are you drinking? Mictors. What are mixers? It's a bourbon. A little. What is it? Out of Louisville, went there with Pat. You got him. cast down the basement there. Oh yeah, well, you, I'm building up a collection here. I don't get out anymore, so mm, it's a tall. It's been a long day. It's uh, so having a tall one now. I can be there by midnight. Uh, yeah, we changed the locks, so good luck. You have but it's since we since we last got together, how's everybody doing? Good. Well, we we had our uh, son and his wife and their baby in town for five days. Oh my gosh. How and- was that? Did they go through How the boobs? It? it was unbelievable. Oh, that was, was you. It, it was good. Uh, Dad's podcasting studio. That's where I was. That's where I rested my head for a few days. Although well, we love the baby, and we love your wife. Yeah, and two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> were uh, were all the kids back or no? No. Or was it just Caitlin and Robbie? Caitlin, Robbie, Kelsey, and Cece. We had family come through and Dad's bunkered into the wedding. Yeah. 
Big wedding. The Schaefer boys what? are getting married that again? On September 5th. Got it. Big day. So, Kevin, Mark I got in my calendar to drive down to Nashville. So, you can be my plus. You need a bartender. Kelsey's going to be at the hotel. Or, you know, she'll stay back with Cece, and I'll be, you'll give me the plus one. Although, I think I might, uh, I might get kick, kicked out of the house if that was the case. Mom but, will be taking care of Cece. You guys are in the wedding. Yeah, well, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Do you give um, your speech? No, I started to think about that yesterday. Who am I? Oh, Dad, they didn't tell you? Hey, I got the rehearsal <laughs> dinner. We won't pay the bill unless I get to talk. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> unless I get to talk. So this week in golf, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did we did hey, play- the women were here in Toledo. We, Kevin, I'll have you know, we did play golf when I was in town, and a friend and I played my dad and his dad in a round of golf, and we won a whole $2, so that's the exciting, that's, wow. that's, that's how you tell the whole Big golf story, money. that's how you tell it all in 10 seconds, okay, dad, that's that's all you gotta say, we won $2 off you. Huge. I had a birdie, didn't I? I don't know what you had, but I, you know, I think in the last week, though, at uh, the in-laws' house, they had uh, the aluminum bottles, which I haven't had in a while. You know, like the Bud, Bud Light. Light aluminum, but they had Mick Ultra, Mick Ultra aluminums. Oh wow! And, I, I mean, they're the same cost and all that. Like outside of our, they, they had carcinogens in them. No, they taste great. But outside of the Wednesday softball well, league, that was Miller Light, where we drink Bush Lights. Um, I think I think my go-to beer is gonna be Mick Ultra now, because I got to, I. Locale does the trick, tastes good. I don't know. What's your what's your weight at this week? Oh yeah, glad you asked. Down eight pounds. We are uh, down eight pounds. Two twenty seven range. As of the cut morning, them off. That's Did you cut the, your pinky that, off. What'd you do? That's a that's without a week on the Peloton last week. Just moving, not sleeping. Now eh, we sleep. I take that back. But in the Peloton, which. Dad, Kevin, Kevin may be biting the bullet and uh, joining the Peloton crew. So yes, I'm pumped. I have uh, only heard great things. Um, I just don't want it to sit in this back bedroom forever and collect dust. But my secondary purpose, it will be a nice just laundry rack. But but the bars will be nice to just lay out all. All my clothes can, on. Can you watch? Can you watch uh, Netflix on that? There's video classes. You can take a scenic ride through the Swiss Alps on it. I didn't ask that. Can you watch Netflix? Dad, that's your whole problem with exercise. You do the exercise. You just want to watch TV. You actually got to put the work in. I did. What did I do today? I went you up walked? down the stairs about three or four times. Oh. All right. I'm glad everybody's here. Missed everybody. The two weeks off. I've gotten to see different people in different cities, and, you know, the pod's been being talked up. And, oh, by the way, I sent to Kevin on Twitter via Pat. He sent it to me on Twitter. Dan Patrick, they are doing a, like, oh, what the hell is – I don't want to put it out there for other podcasts to steal it, but if we submit our a little application, we can get $1,000, and they'll give us a producer for, like, a month to help the show. So I'm going to do a write-in. I'm already over one on having like a well-known podcaster come on our show, but 
you know, it doesn't hurt. All I can do is enter and say no. But Dan Patrick. But I feel like Dan Patrick, and if that were to work out, that would help us out more. Like if Dan Patrick actually told Dad to like, hey, shut the hell up about the golf stuff all the time. It's not relatable. We need to condense it. If Dan Patrick said that, what do you think, Dad? Would you listen? Or you'd say, nah, I got this. Dan and I go way back, and he'd never say that. Dude, were you saying? He would talk see? about you and your fucked up hair is what he would. Whoa! Oh, oh, I do that. There you go. So for those at home who had dad dad dropping the first F-bomb. Well, you got me fired up there, Junior. That was a 10 to 1 payout. Mm-hmm. Kevin's Kevin's usually even money or less. It's it's that's two dollars to win one. That was just oh, fucking... collect at window number ten, will you? Oh, good. Absolutely. Well, dad dad lost uh, another hero in the last couple of weeks. It was Mike Mike Golick? <laughs> oh, um, how are you holding up? Dad. That was actually, how, did you guys watch the video of the like last five minutes worth with his oh, son? My, Debbie oh. was crying. Very sad. I was watching. I watched it live. Sobbing. I wasn't sobbing, but I was getting teary-eyed. I'm getting good at this, the perfect level of teary-eyed. I'm trying to not go full sob, but when the snot rolls down your nose, you've had it. That's yeah. Another joke that was great outside <laughs> of Mike Golick and Mike Golick Jr. Did you guys watch the Trump interview on HBO? Yeah. Who's Absolutely hysterical. It was it was so funny. The fact that he was showing up all these graphs of just the smallest bar charts or the smallest line charts and just saying C C C and the guy's like, Wait, what? That's my granddaughter's name, C C. Yeah. The the look on his the memes that are coming out are you locked up on a screen here, by the way. It's um the look, the, but the look that the interviewer gives is so funny. <laughs> Who is the interviewer? Uh, the guy I, I had never heard of him before. Uh, but the guy's oh, name Axios. Axios. The guy's name was. Hold on. Ultimately, it, it was so funny. Uh, the guy's name was Jonathan Swan. And he's in the press like a porn star. Dad, just he literally asked Trump just like I I mean, but they were pretty good questions. And Trump just made himself sound absolutely awful. Well, that's a normal everyday occurrence. No, but it was it was really funny to watch. It was interesting because the guy did make the point where he goes. He's like, look, I get what your approach is, is to like instill confidence in your base and do all this stuff. But is that really the right thing to do from like leaving the country, like whether your base likes it or not? But and then when he would hand him charts and the guy's like, no, that is why it doesn't make sense. This, that or the other. Um, he's like, well, of the people we test, of all the tests, there's people that aren't dying. We have less deaths and we're, we're lower than South Korea. And he's like, yeah, but we South Korea's had, I don't know, 300 people die out of. How many million? Does any anybody One, believe the data? Does anybody believe the data? Oh, there we go, Dad. There, but there, but Trump said, uh, I'm not so sure about that data." Have and then and then and then Jonathan Swan said, "So you think South Korea just made up their own data?" And he's like, 
Oh, uh, well, I actually have a good rapport with 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 South Korea, so I'm not going to say anything more. <laughs> and just the fact but that he said that he that he's done more for the black community than maybe Abraham Lincoln. It I was saw that. Absolutely hysterical. Well, the unemployment was lower. You oh my god, you and my wife would not get along if she heard this. Yeah, well, d- tell her the vote is on a Wednesday, will you? <laughs> oh, there it is. The, the, you know, the conservative voter suppression. Add it again. <laughs> no, but no. whether you were conservative or liberal, it was just funny because of uh, just the back and forth banter and the facial expressions itself. Joe Burrow came out and gave his support of the players in NCAA who were saying, we want to play. It's for their future and whatnot. And that is, from Joe Burrow, very relatable, where the point that he makes, if Joe Burrow doesn't have a season last year. Yeah, no, no, no. I I thought that was the best tweet of the day because that made it reality for everybody about to play college football. At this time, he said he wouldn't have a job. Joe Burrow was not going into the NFL. Well, he might have been because he was the quarterback at LSU, but he would have been... He had a pretty good 2018. He'd be trying out. He had a pretty good 2018. Yeah, but he wasn't a second or third rounder. Yeah. He was like the eighth-ranked quarterback in the draft. Right, but to have his 30-something million-dollar contract, what he makes in the... And the sixth round is completely ah. different. I just wish they could figure something out. E- even if they get – all right, let's say it's a – even if it's just the Ohio State, Alabama, you know, Clemson, the big big schools that football means so much, and they, they create a one-year temporary conference, and they're like, we're going to play a six-game schedule because you know what? They're – I don't know. It, it's totally – you look at the student-athlete thing, and we talked about – months ago of like what happens to the student athlete but i was like these guys want to play showcase their stuff get out there they'll make make money on tv contracts the schools will be happy but i don't know there also is the it's liability no football the problem is Pros, like if they were to college make a... high school grade school there's gonna be no football this fall you heard it here first folks you but you aren't the first person i've heard Heard I that. said that two <laughs> months ago, Kevin, and you thought I was on. Hold drugs. on, Kevin. Oh God. What? What? Uh, you kind of cut it. You cut in and out there on my end, and all I heard was Dad say, "I, you thought I was on drugs." <laughs> no, Kevin. Two months ago, I said this, and you thought I was on drugs. How's that? Better? I can you prove that? Yeah, we can go back to those casts. Okay. Perfect. the tapes. But I said about basketball, too. And you are proving right on basketball. The NBA's fans should do this in a bubble. I didn't think they could do it. Did you see that picture for the Indians the other day? He wins a game. He goes out with his buddies in Chicago and live on a strip clubs. And then they they have to put him in quarantine for 14 days. Told you, these guys are all hormonal. Yeah, Platsack. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are all wound up. In the prime of their career, this is what Kelsey, the you know producer in chief, said. Aren't they kind of like 
real bunch of hornballs too and that <laughs> yeah these guys uh, i don't know what you do to keep them from uh a little promiscuity i mean when, I mean, when you're young, you a lot of money, you're on the road you play i mean you you tend to want to well, see that attention. you know it's like the middle ages you bring your own concubines Oh gosh! Oh, um, need to give there's another politically incorrect statement. Damn. Lap, laptops and uh, 100 megabytes internet speed. Laptops and lap dances? What? I don't know. It's tough to say. But will they? But will, I think if they were to do a super conference, I mean, at this point the bubble works. They need uh, like, but they couldn't be, or they wouldn't be able to do that with all those schools. What you're proving is that college football is simply a minor league for the NFL. I agree. It has nothing to do with academics. It doesn't. So I was talking about this over the weekend of the whole, like, if they were getting paid, it would be a little bit different of a story because it would be much more of a professional type of lifestyle. And I don't know, but there would be money coming in. And so what I was saying is, like, really what – makes them not go or not get paid is the fact that the NCAA sets that guidelines. Like what if they just allowed like, okay, we, the schools are not going to pay them at all, but in like endorsements can like, you can get endorsed by Nike. Have you ever read, have you ever read the antitrust? I haven't read a book since statutes. This is, this is a clear restraint of 18, 19 year olds are in involuntary servitude. They're told, told, you can make X. You get a scholarship, and that's it. You can't make any extra money. You can't go on any other enterprises. It's anti-American. If if you're Michael Jackson, oh, that's why some of these pros... The, uh, all right, I'm going I'm to take you away from you know, for a while. Michelle Wee goes to Stanford. She was a pro. She didn't play for Stanford because she was making money, but she was getting an education at Stanford. That's, I mean, that's like a celloist. Or, a, you know, if Michael Jackson went to college somewhere where he was, and he's making 25 to $50 million a year, why in the hell would he be restricted as a, quote, amateur? These are old rules from the 1890s. In which all the whites, all the old rich white people in the East valued amateurism. Like Bobby Jones was the last great amateur. But Bobby mm-hmm. Jones, he, he didn't make money from playing in, go, in golf tournaments, but he got money from golf films, uh, teaching things, clinics. He, all these things, Bobby Jones was making all this money as a golfer, but not uh, from the tournaments themselves. So he was still an amateur. Yeah. Now it's, uh, yeah. It, it, NCAA sports is going to be turned upside down for sure. There's going to be some new, something new come out of it, some conference. I don't know what the hell it's going to be, but, but when, have when, these national programs, have these national programs all be in their own conference? I don't know. It'll be like a tiered Premier they're League making, system. They're making millions, hundreds of millions of dollars off these kids, and they're limiting the kids compensation that's absolutely unfair and it's ridiculous it's immoral yeah i i think the kids need need their own uh, union the union of college athletes and they should negotiate their own contracts uh, like in the premier league soccer where you have your top tier division of teams and the pay 
the, the TV contracts that pay is so much larger. And then if they have a relegation system, it goes down and you get it. You're in a lower division temporarily. And the top three teams from the uh, division below have an opportunity to make it the next year. And it's basically this constant competition throughout it's the whole season. It's a clear meritocracy. It is. Right? But I, that's what it is. And it's like, you know what? You make the money that's in your band, but you're competing against well, teams that are in the same yeah. dollar bracket, have same TV contracts. I don't yeah, know. I've got to get a catheter, for God's sake. Yeah, so, no. But, Robbie, it's kind of like employment. You want, You feel that you should be rewarded for your services, whatever they are. And when you're artificially held low and someone else benefits from your services and you don't, that's that's anti-American. Well, that's why you it's know, like a thousand dollar bottle of wine, Kevin. Well, that's why you like seeing all the uh, big tax cuts and Jobs Act and all the uh, all the companies are saving on uh, taxes and then they just do more and more corporate buybacks to buff up the balance sheet. But that's business talk for the week. On ah, to balance sheet. Let's talk about the cash flow, okay? <laughs> the cash flow of this program is we are negative ten dollars a month in Spotify subscriptions on that. Uh, <laughs> That's what we, your daughter-in-law and me put up 10 bucks for this to be on live. So if we get that, if we get that thousand dollar contribution from Dan Patrick, dad, that'll last us. We'll take 10 bucks off the top for you. Or the stimulus checks. You never know. Those could get passed. I've gotten two of them. Have you guys been, uh, sleepy Dems in line with our, uh, pandemic talk? Do we think that NFL is going to happen if they're not in the bubble? No. No. Robbie, what's your vote? Well, I guess they're going to have to go to – it seems like this – Robbie, Disney, that's a yes or no question. No, Dad. You know how to answer these questions. You answer it with a hypothetical. It depends. You're a lawyer. Oh, my God. You're going to law school now, Rob? No. God, no. I don't want to be a crook. <laughs> hey, this crook put you through school, you son of a bitch. What do you mean? I had more student loans than the brother that went through Notre Dame. No, you didn't. How was that possible? Because he went to law school. That, we're talking on an undergraduate basis here, Dad. Let's compare apples to apples here. Yeah, but well. Ultimately. You, you racked it, up the minivan, though. Yeah, but we won the we won the Dodge Caliber, so, and you profited off we, that. We? I Did sold the buy, ticket. Yeah, but you didn't buy it. Still haven't. Given Tim a goddamn birthday gift yet. Well, you know what? When Tim if Tim shapes up and becomes a good human being, we'll get there. Oh, we got a call today. Yeah, we're saving that for the when we call him in between. No, so back to the NFL. I, I, I find it hard that it's going to work. Like, if people are going to be traveling to their, to the visiting stadiums, like, it's just going to be like what what baseball has turned out to be now, where it's like some like it's just going to be a cyclical thing between each and every team where one team just skyrockets in the amount of cases and then they have to postpone everything. Wait, do you agree there will be no fans? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they're really pressing hard for them to be like, oh, we'll have what, 10 percent, 15 percent fan capacity. I, I think what the majority of team like I think um what the Packers are doing, which I think the Bears are following as well, is first two home games no fans and then they'll reevaluate then. I like that. I see what I see is one fan 
surrounded by eight beer coolers to social distance. And then they can they can reach into the cooler. But you no, know, seriously, I don't see fans at all. Other than family and friends. They can do fan you could do family and friends. Even then I wouldn't. I think you're gonna see so many It's too big a risk. It's too big a risk. You're still and gonna they don't see- have the they didn't pass the liability protection yet at the federal level. So there's gonna be all these lawsuits. People if people go to games and get COVID and then die, the teams are gonna get sued. Unless there's protections. Yep. No, I mean, I, I think I think the bubble works. I just think it's too hard to do the bubble with NFL. As long as what I think that they should do is if college football is 100% gone, they should have Saturday, Sunday games and reduce it down. Give me they, all, give me all the football. What's that do for protection? They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll have waivers or something. But what about, in theory, like take it back to when Dwayne Wade was hawking, I think, singular wireless phones and they had a my fave top five. What if professional athletes or NFL players would say they make it for their plan? They Because we talk about the promiscuity and whatnot, what if they develop a like their fave five that they have their females on standby that they get to be able to be supported financially to take in uh, quarantine measures so that they can uh, meet needs when they go to different cities. Thoughts? Robbie, we don't have harems in the United States. It's not. It's just an arrangement. It's it's uh, Some call it a booty call. Some call it... So why don't we just shit? give them all blow-up dolls, for God's sake? <laughs> You're right, Dad. Get them all the fleshlights they need. There you go. All right. Well... We'll see what happens. But, hey, NBA's doing great. And I tell you what, after having to start back at work today and putting it on oh, in the background. In your bedroom. NBA at NBA starting at, like, what, 1, 2 o'clock? And then That's going right. till 11? It's awesome. And every game means something. But here's the other thing I like. At their approach for, like, if you get mathematically eliminated, you, like, go right from the locker room. And, like, they go to your hotel Empty your stuff and just ship your ass out on a plane. Like they get you out of the bubble right away. Well, they don't want like, any liability. I know, but it's also, hey, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. Loser. Yeah. Well, it, it is. It's a nice throw it in their I'm face. I do. So ahead, I think Kevin. I think my favorite part about the NBA is going to be the playing games. The playing games. Oh, where they play two play. games and the lesser team has to win both. You know that? Uh, really? Is it that like the, the ninth games? versus the eighth team? Yeah. The ninth team has to win two games in a row. The eighth team only has to win one of those two games. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I love it. Well, you got to – I read up on this stuff in anticipation of the podcast. Well, I mean, you have and way Dan Patrick's going to be calling us. All you do is just sit around, twiddle by your thumbs, and play golf with Terry. Well, no, and then I build people for it. uh the one thing um with nba tj warren unbelievable what the hell's his deal is that the guy for what atlanta indy no for indy was out of 38 the other day or something what'd he go for Kevin? he put up up over 50 the one day it's Hmm? like he is averaging like 40 a game and 
Dame Lillard's going off. Devin Booker's going off. Well, Luka. Devin Booker can go off. My guy, Luca. Dallas the other day. Dallas can really go off. Oh, Jesus. Those guys can really put, light it up. It's, it is riveting. And, God, it's what we've been waiting for. But I miss the days of the Pistons just hitting people, though. Yeah, well, everybody's got what's his name? The Greek freak goes driving down the lane. Nobody touches him. He starts taking off at half court. He takes two dribbles and dunks it. I go, how the hell do you do that? Hit him, tackle him. Have you watched any of Draymond Green on on the TNT show? Him and Charles. Oh, it's pretty good. I like that. Would be good. Well, because Charles always talks shit about him about being oh he's the triple single. You know, you know, once the, he's like, once the Splash Brothers are gone. Well, they're kind of the same player on defense. Oh, yeah. Charles, Charles is a much better player. offensive player. But Charles likes him a bunch now. He's been on the show, and they're like buddies now. But Draymond had some good analysis the other day. I don't know. I still think that, that inside the NBA or whatever the hell it's called on TNT with those guys is good. You know, you see yeah. that? They're separated by six feet now. Oh, yeah. And Kenny starts yeah. running to the screen, and Charles acts like he's going to run, and he goes, and Jack acts like he's going to run to the screen. He goes, oh, you two guys are just too old. You're never making the screen. Yeah. You ever seen Tra- You ever seen Shaq run at the screen when he- Kenny runs the yeah. screen behind him? I've seen him run and trip over his feet. Oh, oh, my God. It's like 300 pound- 350 pounds of protoplasm coming at you. It's- I'm-, I'm afraid of him. Oh, yeah. Kenny so- could get squeezed between the screen and Shaq. He'd be dead. It's like watching the blob from... Uh, when Princess Leah was sitting on that guy's lap in uh, Star Wars. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Kevin, right. I'm trying to make you smile. You're not even thinking. Sorry. You're reading something, aren't you? Well, yeah, just, and uh, yeah, I'm good. Tweeting. Well, that brings just us to our... I hate Jim. <laughs> he smells. I love you, man. <laughs> he always yeah. has his shirt off. <laughs> Did you I shaved Kevin, this morning. I'm Kevin, the only one in this group to shave for the show. I, uh, I need to shave badly. Based on our last uh, podcast with your catfishing experience, have you yet created a new Facebook profile for Terry Schaefer and gone and <laughs> friended all these people and just started leaving dirty comments as Terry Schaefer? I can. I, I think can that would be the next level. Yeah. Just I talk might- about... Actually, but Terry I was, upset. Really he, was I, really upset. he was really upset, Kevin. You should call him and apologize. He was really upset. Well, is Tim uh, you would take skinny pictures of him party? and say those are recent. Huh? Yeah, huh? You would take skinny pictures of him and say they were recent photographs from ten years ago. He 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 doesn't he's he's working on his weight and he's upset that you did that. Oh wow. But apparently my two thirty five makes everybody feel he, good. But I'm coming for you. Year olds plus, so he's a grown man. I'm sorry. You're a grown man. You're breaking up there. Me? No, I'm just stuttering. Captain, what do you weigh? Me? I weigh a lot. I weighed myself last Sunday, and I was 218. Oh, God, you're skinny. Oh, there he is. Happy birthday. Happy birthday! 
Hey, dude. Can anybody hear that? Hey, Tim, what'd your uh, oh godfather God. get you for your birthday? birthday? Yeah. Been blown up. Oh, just... Uh, I'm I'm sure it's in the mail, you know. Same thing he got me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can write on your Facebook wall and say, "Have a nice day." Uh, yeah. Um, Dad, thank you for your service. <laughs> Tim, how's I, your birthday? I'm sending lottery tickets. Good, good. Just normal day. Nothing, nothing. Your exciting, party's so. tomorrow. I understand your party's tomorrow, and I, I didn't get my invite, but I understand you got a party tomorrow. I'm sure it's in the mail. Dad, Dad, you know you can still you can send your uh, your gift to your godson on Venmo. You got a Venmo account, yeah. right? You know what? I could take it out of your presence and give it to him. That's true. No, well, that's fine because Tim's gonna take Dad. Tim's gonna take the five dollars you're gonna give him and turn it into a hundred. Well, then I want some vigorous back. No, 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 nothing, nothing for you. If Tim wasn't so rich, it would be meaningful. But I can't, I can't do it. You know, it's your birthday. That was like on six the years ago, so you oh, got to be making God. a half million a, now. No, no, no. All right. No, this is all a fake story that needs cut this out. That's the cut best thing your birthday and the worst thing. So, plus, I'm, that would I'm, be paying, Robbie's I'm paying Notre better. Dame tuition right now. And as you can attest, Uncle Jim, that you're, you're not very rich anymore after that. So. Oh, my God. Well, you're bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ted, you have something to tell us? The word's <laughs> insolvent. <laughs> Oh, that explains all the ramen noodles. Little uh, Caitlin and I played with your dad this weekend. Oh, yeah? How oh, Terry, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I won five Terry. bucks off him. How's Terry? Well, there you go. How's Terry? He shot 109. I don't give a shit how he is. <laughs> oh, it's a tough look. I shot 99, and it was a rough one. Ah. Well, that one last as we were back to at lettering Tim answer the question of his favorite part of his birthday. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> well, because whatever your favorite part of your birthday was, our next segment's going to take you even better. Oh, man. Well, I was going to say, favorite part's this call, right? You know, the, the <laughs> highlight, being on the podcast. That's you know, it, too. So. Timmy, Timmy you put a name. The one year you go to Notre Dame, the only year in 125 years you're not going to have football. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Hopefully they have it next year. But well, oh, you're on the. I'll, I'll still be there. Yeah, All right. Well, that brings us, Tim, to our segment we wanted to talk about is p- pandemic hypotheticals and what would you do if you had pers- if you were able to end the global pandemic right now. We started really small by cutting off our pinky, and I think everybody <laughs> said they cut their pinky off. No, I said I'd cut your pinky off. <laughs> Well, so that's a pretty easy one, but we'll take it another step further. If you had to drop, well, let's say you're. Uh, Wait, you're hold, noted- on, hold on, hold on. I originally said I would not cut my my pinky off. I said that to myself, but then I said, man, I am having thousands and thousands of people die so that I could keep my pinky. What an asshole. So I said, "Fuck it." You thought he I'm said. You thought he said, "Binky." Man, you think <laughs> you think Kevin went to a Jesuit high school because he's just a man for others. Yeah, I am. Which, which live the fourth. Look, that matters. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gotta go. And then I said we should go back to sacrificing virgins. Yeah, oh Dad says I'm not giving it up. Dad, I don't sacrifice myself and Tim. All right. <laughs> See, yeah. Anna, Anna, and Kevin still have a promise ring to wait till their 10th, 10th anniversary. 
I mean, I still, I, 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 I mean, I still we, we don't find the a... key to the chastity belt. <laughs> uh, Boy, that gets hard in the hot I mean, summer months. I, we yeah, sent you to a public kid. university, and that's what happened. Yeah. We did everything but. We were thieves. All right. Well, next hypothetical, Tim. It's a little bit different. It's not pain-inducing, although it could turn into it, depending upon how foreign relations pay, play out. Oh gosh. If you had to drop everything now, and your your eligibility, you know, Notre Dame education, you'd still have it there when you came back. But if right now you could end the global pandemic, and everyone would know it, but you'd have to spend a year in red China. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know. Go to supervision and. Go to Co- 1984 wait. over there. Wait, can we go to the Forbidden City with the concubines? Dad, this is the second time you talked about concubines in the show. Mom listens. She's going to worry about you. Well, I'm talking for Tim. I'm his agent. Oh, my I God. I have a question. What, what, what in the world is that word? Concubines? Google it. Google it's it. Like a, yeah, it's like a hair. Hold on. Hold on. No. It, it's Google not Google like a, it. Dad, it's not a porcupine. It's a concubine. We're not even trying to talk about like anything politically correct here. Like, oh yeah, that is. You walk, you walk yourself into that. Twenty twenty. I'll give you that much. I'm not (laughs) removing that. You're law. You're the lawyer. You worry about your brand image. You wouldn't let us. You know. You you say, oh, if you guys have a sip of alcohol, I'm gonna lose my law license. Yet you will. Talk about concubines twice on a podcast episode, like <laughs> nothing. Why you got one? Oh gosh. A what? <laughs> a beverage? I got. Oh my one. god! Oh no! Wait, you're in that 42 day period where the wind blows, you get excited. Yeah, we turned off the hot water in the house so I can keep the cold. <laughs> you're taking? Are you still taking cold water showers? Nah, I kind of slipped away from that. I should go back. <laughs> Better for my skin. Showers, but they're great. They are great. They Once wake you get through the first three of them. Yeah. I could never do that. I could never take a cold shower. All right. Cold showers for a year if it ended the global pandemic. Ooh. Tim's saying no. Tim's saying no. He wants to get an ice cube bucket. No sports. Tim, did you get, when you played football, did you get an ice cube bath? Me? Oh, yeah. No, Tim. You played football too? Were you the quarterback? No. No, I was a receiver. Oh, you look like it. Receiver. You look like oh. you're a quarterback. So wearing the Letterman wait. jacket around. Wait, 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 wait. Your, game, you your last game. Wait, 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 wait. Your last Dad, game. I'm trying to let Tim tell it. No, no, no I got to tell this story, and then I'll set it up for Dad, Tim. Dad, Tim's story. Let Tim tell Whoa, whoa, whoa. True story. So I called your dad up, and I said, I'm watching Tim's last high school game against Whitmer. It's on BCSN Classics from 10 years ago. Tim's number 25. I'm watching him out there. And, and Terry goes, well, I have it on video. I can watch anytime I want. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, I'm going to watch it. So I was cheering you on. You guys lost. We did lose. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing it up. That was over, I think, Father's Day weekend or something. Though. Felt, what about the story, Tim? Oh, no, no, no. Father's Day weekend? Are you playing? No, it was Thanksgiving. Uncle Jack died, and we went I down. I know this. what weekend the game was. I'm talking the replays ten years later. I recall no. when the game. Oh, it was just last yeah, Saturday. Oh, I watched it. It was, I was the like, regional man, final. They did it again Saturday. No, I, I oh. believe me, I get it. It's Tim, it was I think the regional that was your, final. That was the early birthday present from your uh, godfather. Was that he watched a game of you from ten years ago? <laughs> 
But no, the best story, Kevin, you'd like this from Swaggy T over there. Of Tim, Tim's, what'd you do? You scored the touchdown and got some sort of celebration penalty? Yeah. Yeah, so this, no was, here. this was this was sophomore <laughs> year on JV. And Did you fuck the goalpost? No, no, no. no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's two. So, there's Kevin. two. There's so, yeah. Another quarter in the jar. Another quarter in the jar, Kevin. You got National to point that quarter in, Kevin. We're going to pay for CC's college soon. So go yeah, on with we, the celebration. We, yeah, so sophomore year of high school, JV, we're playing Rogers, and I'm not. I'm, ah, Rogers. Not a big kid. I was never a, a an extremely successful football player. So we go down in that game, I think twenty to zero, and we score. We coming back, and basically then I I catch a whatever, probably ten yard touchdown, something like that, to basically come back and bring us to. Oh, we didn't. We had terrible kicker. So basically, we were at nineteen. 20. Well, maybe it was tied. Maybe we tied it at 2020, basically. So we, we need to kick it relevant point. To me, it's more so about the celebration. Well, it's, it's relevant. So we, we, we score, and it was a comeback. I mean, we were down like, I think, 20 to zero at half. And so it was comeback, my first touchdown. And so I do, I do truly intend to throw the ball towards the ref, but I do throw it up. It's got, you know, pretty, pretty darn high. And it, um, throw it to the ref, and, and he throws the flag. And lo and behold, that ref. Was someone that my dad works with. At oh, is this Ken? Yeah, is this Ken. Ken? Coolman, Ken Coolman oh my God! Gives us a celebration, backs us up. Naturally, we miss the extra point, so we're not leading. Um, but then, and that's with we scored with probably 18 seconds left. Well, Rogers runs two plays, goes 80 yards, and and beats us anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so I got I got caught up in the moment on my first touchdown and. Well, wait, hold on, but. I'm calling Ken Coleman. Throw the ball up. Well, yeah. And rumor has <laughs> rumor has it there were a lot Legend of legend has it <laughs> where Tim's what he left out of the football celebration stories when he did the DX suck it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the internet that, couldn't handle that. It, it no, out. the internet it got it got dropped. Unfortunately, Kevin. you were just having a really bad stutter, and you just froze up, and then you just had to drop Kevin, off. Kevin, you haven't stuttered all night. Will you practice? I definitely have. Kevin's been oh, sipping yeah. on that $1,000 sheesh. Yeah. Well, you're talking about your in-laws. Kevin, you're so, recording So you file. only stutter when Anna's in town? Huh? You only stutter when Anna's in town? Uh, What the fuck is happening over here? So um, if you drop a few, oh, there's her. a second F word. Another quarter. All right, my monitor is all is going crazy. On me. Uh, no, I I stutter all the time. The problem is, it's when I am not drinking, I stutter. When I am drinking, I don't stutter. Have you tried to it's explain like this to your boss that you should be else. drinking wine all day? Huh? Your boss at work telling me you should be drinking wine all day. She? It helps with communication. Um, my boss at work's kind of hot, so I'm not going to tell her that. Oh, geez, don't cut that out. You're going to lose your job. No, I, she's not She's not listening to the coach's meeting. Oh, by the time I get done with her, she is. Why are, whoa. That? Okay. You're married. Why are ow. we, ass- ow, I'm having a muscle crap in my leg. Ow, 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 Why are ow, we ow. assuming Kevin's boss, you know, we're saying it's a female that's hot. He, You know, it's 2020. <laughs> it could be a hot guy, Kevin said. He said no. she's hot. <laughs> it, it, yeah, she is a hot um, 
non-binary oh, yeah. gender <laughs> hasn't identified herself or oh, boy. themselves yet. Uh, you're killing me, Schmalls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're getting the quote right. You're fixing. You're they bought me a shirt like that, so I'd get it right. Yeah. Well, I still like my way of saying that you're killing me, Schmales. <laughs> you're killing me, Judge Schmales. You're no slouch, Schmales. I don't know. I get them all confused. Yeah, I'm trying to think at what point, what age do you finally just turn the corner where you just don't give a shit and you start <laughs> misquoting everything? Because like 63. I feel like I'm starting to turn a corner when you refer to like. So you did that 20. <laughs> there you go. That's the camera. There we like. go. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Hey, we should talk about Three Stooges music. Uh, um, uh, oh, uh, yeah, some night. That now you got me doing it. That brings that us to our I next segment. Korea and I won't join. What? That week I will have diarrhea and I won't. <laughs> You don't like the Three Stooges? No, I can give two fucks about Three Stooges. How about two of them? Two? <laughs> I can give two shits about the Three Stooges. Okay, what about Curly? I, I, I don't even know Curly. Kevin, did I ever tell did you, you about... Did, Kevin, did you know about... Was it the NCAA... Uh, you, you, could, you could do NCAA football, the video game. You could make a career for someone... And I think, like, the ongoing thing in KA was we'd always make a character. Curly pubes. Curly pubes. Yep. <laughs> Everybody uh, who had on, on On the Xbox that I sold to Kyle Wolf for full price when it was eight years used, um, he you ripped off Kyle? NBA Live he curly so. pubes on the Utah Jazz. So <laughs> Curly <laughs> average, it was, like, 45 a game. Point two assists and like one rebound. He could shoot the three, grab his nuts, and then he shoot the three. No, no, he would shoot the three, pull out a whole clump of pubes, just throw them. <laughs> well, and on my um on NCAA football, I made curly pubes a curly pubes was a five five three hundred fifty pound point guard. <laughs> or not? No, he wasn't a point guard. He was a running back that won. He won the Heisman two out of three years, but was slighted one year. It's fresh this material and the votes. And my <laughs> wife wants to know why I drink. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. see, Mr. Pubes on the jazz. <laughs> it's curly to you. The crazy no, part is right. yeah, Cur- I mean, Curly has two Heisman votes. Name basis. But he had, like, dinosaur arms. So, like, he was just, like, seven feet tall with dinosaur arms, but could shoot lights out from three. <laughs> All right. Well, we gotta we gotta end this thing soon. But hey, Jim, Jim, so, we need some input from you. What what do you got for us tonight? Yeah. Well, we try to ask him questions, but you won't let him finish. Tim, <laughs> what do you got? What do I got? Well, he keeps um, picking his nose. For God's sake. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I apologize. I should have come prepared. Um. Oh, we do. What's what's some what's a good what what types of things you guys th- go through for uh what would you do to end the pandemic? Would you? I will say there's a not. I'll cut Robbie's hand off. It's very self-serving on me. There's, but there's not a lot that I would do to end it, like to harm myself forever, if that makes sense. Mm. I mean, well, like, would I stab myself in the stomach to end it? Sure, but I'll be fine. Let me ask you. 
Gotcha. What do you guys think of Abraham and Isaac, that story in the Bible? The guy's going to kill his son because God wants him to? I really? That's weird. Um, yeah. And uh, well, this is a good time to put out. We're going to put out a plug for dad's. Uh, dad's going to be releasing an Old Testament podcast. Robbie was hoping I'd release on Sunday morning. Everything. Yeah, so. You can catch it. It's called Genesis with Jim. Sunday mornings. <laughs> no, that's it's book Genesis. Of the Bible. That one is from Moses. What from Genesis Abraham. with J. Hmm. Exodus is what we need to do from this podcast tonight. <laughs> well, that's yeah. a nice segue there, Rob. That's so, the best segue mm-hmm. of all year. So we're going to just wrap it up. Quick parenting corner. We'll keep it concise. Dad, when we talk about remembering things... At what age did you just stop giving a shit? <laughs> I continued to give a shit. And every morning I have two or three of them. And <laughs> you've right, well, got to always. Now, I had nine fruits the other day. Can you name them? <laughs> I'll name them for you. Pineapple, strawberry, blueberry, blackberry, orange, banana, dragonberry. Oh, you got you, you screwed up my train of thought. Tomato. I started with prunes. No prunes. Oh. Watermelon, Prince, blueberries, blackberries, peaches, right. and a peach, and a peach. And Robbie, you are a peach. So Tim, you're 28 now. I'm Seven. 28. Yep. Oh, you're 28. So we'll we'll close it out. Uh, guys, wish you know, give Tim some advice for his 28th year. Fun fact. Tim is only like three and a half months younger than me. Happy birthday, Kevin, in advance. <laughs> and that's why you more. think he's the best shape room. Huh? Timmy. I mean, he's, I mean, he's Timmy, definitely the best great shaper outside of Pat. Yeah, fabulous grand, uh, godson <laughs> who never needs any presents. Who <laughs> takes care of his grandmother. And yeah, Dad. To small animals. I don't know who gets I better. I only wish you the best, and we have a girl lined up for you behind door number three. Robbie, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know who gives better tips in life. If it's the Dalai Lama to Carl Spackler or, or me. Dad, it's him. <laughs> so, Dad, your gift to Tim is eternal consciousness on his deathbed. <laughs> I think it's a girl by the initials MC. <laughs> what? Whoa, oh, Dad! I know this. I know this one. <laughs> We're not going there. We're not. Going oh, there. we won't go there in the podcast. In right of KS's friends, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. <laughs> All I want for Christmas friends. is you, which is close to Kevin's birthday. So, anyways, it's birthday, been a great. Uh, Tim, you are my best friend in the whole world. I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs> if there's any Tim advice I can know give you. you Kevin. Just don't stutter. It will ruin your life. Why? Your life? You've been making money on this for years. Uh, I have not seen that hit my bank account yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, Robbie's got it. He's been holding it in escrow. Tim, I hope, my, my hope for your 28th Remember, years Dan Patrick is kicking in. I hope oh, Tim tw- wasn't here for Dan Patrick. Yeah, Dad, because Tim's got his own segment. It's the wildest thing. And he'll listen to the show later. It's crazy, right? It's recorded. My, my thing, Tim, for you 
<laughs> your 28th year. I hope we get to golf a lot. We'll do a video blog where we where we play my dad and Uncle Terry, and Kevin can be the caddy who just drinks his vodka <laughs> all around. Charles Baxter. Well, I back caddy if caddy to you guys is me driving the golf cart. I'm fine with no, that. No, 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 you got to do two things. Drive the golf cart and 10 bar. And and Kevin, but if That's you do that, Kevin, well, you need to do that because if you do that, it'll end the pandemic. So that's your hypothetical. I can't beat both of you guys drinking. I know that. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week. It's been a great <laughs> I time. I can beat you in back. <laughs> Happy birthday, Timmy. Thanks well, for having uh, you guys. It's yeah. Happy birthday, fun, Tim. So. You'll never forget your 28th birthday when you're Uncle Jim stiffed you once again. Thanks for joining us. I have to get a birthday present from Tim. Kevin, Kevin, you're recording, so you got to stop the recording. Three, two, one.